0: Hello everyone. Welcome to my podcast. Ladies, let's talk face-to-face biblically. My name is Camilla. I am the host and my podcast, I am doing a series called A Woman's Worth, which we um, I talk with other women um, and speak with them with who they relate with from the Bible and why and who that woman is. So what we do is read about the woman, share the story that's relatable, share our story. So with that being said, let me hop right in. I hope that you guys also would subscribe and share and leave your reviews. And tonight it would be me alone. (laughs) I don't have a guest. I am the host uh, speaking about the woman I relate with in the Bible. And that woman is Martha. And why I can relate with Martha. Martha was a woman of, she worried about things, woman of service. Also, she was a woman of God, a woman of faith, you know, who had a relationship with God. But um, where Martha is mentioned here in the Bible, it is in Luke 10, chapter 10. I mean, Luke 10, yes, verse chapter 10, (laughs) verse Forty through forty-two. Um, let's let me read. Martha, Martha, thou art careful and troubled about many things. Well, let me start. I'm sorry, that was at forty-one. Let me start over. But Martha was cumbered about such about much serving, and came to him and said, "Lord, doest thou not care that my sister had left me to serve alone?" Bid her, therefore, that she help me. And Jesus answered and said unto her, Martha, Martha, that are careful and troubled about many things. But one thing is needful, and Mary have chosen that good part, which shall not be taken away from her. So, meaning what he was saying to her, Martha, not, Martha was worrying about how everything was going to go. There was a party going on. She was the host, she was serving. So that means she was doing a, a lot of things. Cooking, making sure the place looks good together. And <clears throat> her sister Mary was not there helping her. Mary was just at the feet of Jesus, which was the best place to be at. Sitting at Jesus' feet, communicating with Jesus, being there with him, where Martha, what he's saying, what he said to her was um But one thing is needful, and Mary hath chosen that good part, which shall not be taken away from her, the good part. And nothing is wrong with Martha. I have that same thing. I have a relationship with God. I love God. I spend time with God in prayer and seeking him and things like that. But at times, I get so worried and worked up about things. And I'm like, okay, God, how's this gonna happen? How's that gonna happen? Here, well God, I'm i it seemed like I'm just the one thinking about everything, how everything is gonna happen. Excuse me, but that's not necessarily true. Um but at the same time, why am I worrying so much that worry yin is not gonna add anything to my day, just like scripture says in um Matthew, I think it's Matthew seven. I'm not quite sure 100% where um, Jesus is saying, why worry about tomorrow when today has a bunch tr- enough troubles of its own? And I can relate to that. That's true. I'm worried about things that's due three weeks in, um down the line. I'm not sitting here worrying about today, okay? Yeah, I'll be thinking about today and what I'm going to cook, what's going to get done. You know, just thinking, but I'm always thinking about the things ahead. And Jesus is telling us not to worry. Sit at his feet. Spend time in the presence of God where that takes away the worry. And I have to remind myself of that. To tell myself, Camilla, it's okay. Relax. The time hasn't even come yet and you're already worried about all these things already. You know, when it says, cast your cares unto God, make your requests known unto him. And then I'm supposed to have trust and faith in him to know that God is going to show up for me and God is going to provide all my needs because the scripture tells us that. And when I start to worry, instead of worrying, I should be in a place of giving God back his word, reminding him of his word, of what he says. Does God need reminder? No. But he doesn't need worry because worry says we don't trust you. I don't trust you enough, God, to provide. And. When I meditate on the word of God and remind that he will supply all my needs according to his riches and um, his riches and gloriousness and, you know, all his goodness. You know, anything, you know, And Philippians says, you know, make your request known unto God by prayer. And after you do that. Just have have faith because God's word says you abide in me and I in you. And you can ask me for anything and I will do it. You ask and you believe that it's already done and you shall receive it. So, you know, I do get caught up in that worry and thing. Not only just in worrying about how something is going to get done. I was like in bills, but also just household things. Doing this, doing that, serving, getting frustrated, getting worked up. OK, what I got to do, I got to cook this, got to cook that, especially when it's like, you know, holiday time, Thanksgiving and I'm just cooking for my family. Um, those things, th- those are a lot, you know, sometimes you're worried about, OK, this person just sleeping. They didn't get up. They didn't help me serve, um, not serve, but helping me in the way that I need help. And that's what Mary, not Mary, Martha was doing, just saying there is a lot to be done here. And I'm not getting the help. And I don't feel that Jesus was ignoring what the situation was that she did need that. But she was unnecessarily worrying because I've done that unnecessarily. Like, girl, just relax. It is not that serious. Um, so, yeah. And also, she was also this, the woman of faith. The one who believed in Jesus. I'm a woman of faith and I believe and I do. And I may, I know this may say, sound contradicting and say, well, how do you go from worrying, saying you worry, but yet you have faith? It is. It's OK. You ever been in a place where, you know, you never seen God move a certain way in your life for you before? And yes, you have his word. Yes, you're there on it. Yes, you're standing on it. But you have not seen God move for you in, in ways that others have spoken about and things like that. So when it's not, for me, I'm going to say it's not a lack of faith. It's just saying, listen, leave it to the Lord. Give God the opportunity to move, even if you've never seen God do this for you before. Trust him. His word never lies. His word can never return back to him void. So you have to stand there and stand on the word of God. And it's not always the easiest thing to do where you could have have crazy faith. I mean, I had some (laughs) radical, radical, radical faith um, that I've believed to see the hand of God move and it didn't happen. And I mean, that never turned me away from serving God and stopped me from believing him. I continue to trust God and believe him up until this day to this very, very moment. This podcast is happening because of God. This podcast is going on because he put it in me. He put this podcast in my spirit to let me know, do this. Um, He's given me the name of this podcast many years ago. I never knew it was going to be a podcast until um like November where he was just downloading things into me and speaking to me and gave me this series called a woman's worth and that's how I even started it so God can give us things that from years later it 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 doesn't come to fruition until years later and that Is this podcast right here. Um, And I'm so thankful. I would never see myself doing a podcast at all. But God saw fit and God knew, hey, this is something he wanted done. And he knew that he placed all the things within me to do it and to get it done. And I'm doing this podcast in faith and believing to watch to see that it reach a lot of women, to watch it grow and to see how it will bless people and all the women that I will be able to speak with and have on this podcast to share their story and who they relate with and why. Um, so, within that being said, you know, I hope that by so far you guys are being blessed by the podcast and enjoying it, um you know. So, let me just finish on here. <laughs> And read another scripture with um, Martha here in um, John 11. And let me just jump right on over here. I did have it out and ready, but I did. Um, okay, John eleven twenty, 20. And then I'm going to jump over to 27. And so John... 11:20 says, then Martha as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming went and was coming, went and met him. Then verse 27, she said unto him, "Ye Lord, I believe that thou art the Christ, the Son of God, which should come into the world." So that's just the two where she knew Jesus. She believed. She had a relationship with him. Just that time, that day, when she came to him, she was worried about other stuff. So that's what I mean by, like, for myself. I have faith. I believe. I know Jesus Christ is real because I have that relationship with God. I've witnessed God and experienced God for myself. And <clears throat> just like... Mary, I mean, I'm sorry, Martha. I don't even... Martha, so those times I'm really am, at times I'm just really there in that presence. And sometimes I just easily... not Not easily. Yeah, sometimes I do. I do. Sometimes I do easily just get pulled away because I get wrapped up into what's going on. I let my mind get worked up. I get anxiety for no reason. You know... And I say no reason because, you know, I'm a person like this. If I can get things done ahead of time and have it done, then it would be. Um, Certain things, I'm not going to say everything. And when I feel that, I don't want to say my back is against the wall, but when I'm not in a position to do so, it bothers me it bothers me. If I know somebody's in need and I'm not able to help them because I'm not in that position, it bothers me. And Martha was a woman of service, of being there for people, Um, serving. And that's me. I'm always trying to be there for people, serve in any way that I can. Honestly, any way that I can. Um, If a person is in need and I can do it, I do it. Even when I really can't do it, I still do it. If a person needs someone to talk to and they need prayer, and I have a lot of stuff going on in my head and, and, you know, I pull it together. I pull it together to be there for that person. I pull it together for prayer. I pull it, you know, sometimes I feel like I don't even have it. Sometimes I don't even feel like I know what to give. But I pull it and I'm like, all right, here we go, God. Father God, in the name of Jesus, you know, and I go there and I say, all right, well, let me get the Bible and I read and I'll pray, you know, always pouring out and giving so much. And sometimes you just like, okay, well, what about me? I need some help here. Um, So, you know, (laughs) that's 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 just my thing. And just saying, all right, God, when are you? You're gonna gonna move and everything has a purpose. And uh, not a purpose. I'm sorry, I don't want to say a purpose. Um, oh, like Ecclesiastic says, a season for everything. Um and there's there's seasons and I do understand that. And it's just and sometimes it's not about the season. It's it's about the now of what you need the help in, and the now of what you're looking for, and the You know, being in a place where you don't have the money to do something and you're just like, God, please remember me. God, I've done so much. God, please, who that person did you send to help me? I pray that they were obedient, you know, um, and move and do things. And why I say that is because obedience is key. God can place something on your heart. And you're like, um, you sure, God, that's you? So you can delay what you're supposed to do for a person. You can delay because you're so busy questioning it. And a week can go by and that person needed it last week and you delayed it. So that wasn't you being obedient to God immediately. I'm not saying if God put something in, if something comes to you in your heart, in your spirit, you're not supposed to question it. Make sure it is God. I'm not just saying jump up and just do it. Just really make sure that it's God. And then say, okay, God, I pray that this is you. Let me go ahead and do that. Let me go and go give this person a helping hand. You know, I was tired. It was my day off. I don't feel like doing it, but you know, I'm going to get up and I'm going to do it because obedience is better than sacrifice. So, you know, I want to be obedient to God and what he tells me to do. Starting this podcast was me moving in obedience. Um, I still don't know how everything is going to go, but I trust God. I trust him for it and believe him that this thing is not about me. It's not about how many likes and followers I get. It really isn't. Do the likes does help. The podcast to reach other people does it helps to grow the podcast does the listen the listeners the list, listeners as well the more people listen to it it does I want to reach women this podcast is about reaching women all over the world and not just one type of race of woman maybe you may not be a woman of faith maybe you don't believe in God or maybe you do you just don't really have a relationship and that this podcast can bless you and point you in that direction and then you'll have that yearning desire to find out more about God for yourself and not what other people has told you. Yes, what people have told you because it's a testimony. But the relationship is so personal and reading God's word and knowing what his word said and not says and not just letting other people tell you what the Bible says and give you bits and pieces. Um Read it for yourselves, you know, and build that relationship with God. Um, So those are just, just, you know, those things there that that's who I am, you know. And I've been that way for so long of always being a giver. And when I was younger, I used to just hate the heart that I had. I hate that I was... I the hate is a, long, a strong word, but I did because one day I cried. I said, God, I hate the heart that you gave me because being, when you're not knowing how to handle the type of person that you are at a young age, and you have to learn because that giver will just give and pour and pour and pour out so much and just keep on being there for people and showing up time and time again and don't even take time out to refill themselves and take time out to spend time in the word of God and refill their cup and let it overflow. So now when you are speaking to someone or being there for a sister or a brother, somebody that's in need in any way, whether it's emotionally there for them, somebody, a ear, a shoulder to lean on, financially, whatever it may be, people will drain you of that. And just take it. The moment you tell them no, you just look like a person that's just the, the, the worst person to them ever when you've always been there and you've always been given and serving. So when Jesus was saying to Martha, you know, Mary's at the best place right now. This can't be taken away from her. When we spend time with God and get in that place, that can't be taken away from us. It really can't can't get always caught up and worried about being of service to people. Yes, we are supposed to be of service. We were created as well to serve, to serve one another, to give, to pour out. But also we got to know when it's time to say, okay, I need to retrieve. I need to take time out for myself. And even in the midst of giving, in the midst of being of service, take time out for God. Sit at the feet of Jesus just lay your head down, you know. And when I say lay your head down, maybe, you know, you're resting in your bed and you just believe, God, I'm resting in your bosoms. Here I am, you know. Make this this load. Take this load and giving it to him and saying, I, I can't worry because if I worry one more night, I'm not going to sleep. If I worry one more night, I'm going to snap on somebody, you know. And that's not Christ-like. That's not being in the presence of God. That's not allowing the word of God to take hold of you and you standing in it and um remaining of remain remaining in faith. So, you know, it's you know, I this word called balance. <laughs> Sometimes I try not to say use the word balance, and like, uh, you gotta have balance, you gotta have balance. And I believe your balance changes in life. It doesn't always stay the same for, because as your seasons change, the necessities, the needs and the wants change. So you create a balance in that area of your life and stuff like that. So nothing really creates, you know, stays the same, but always, because I feel that when life is going great, Bills are pay, you don't have a financial struggle, you can, you're able to help people. You got to also make sure, even if you're not worried about it, create a balance in that too, because people become users. And that's the thing where I used to just, people used to just use me because I was a yes person. I, I, I was never a no. And I remember the first time I ever said no to a person... And they act like I was the worst person in the world and I never did for them time after time again. And that wasn't the case. (laughs) They were just worried and concerned about themselves and only cared about you always saying yes to them. So, you know, you have to just, even within that, can't always say yes and can't always say no. You have to have a balance in it. Seeking God and Am I supposed to somebody call you and, hey, I need this ride or I need you to do this? So I learned to take things to God now. Instead of me, as much as I love helping people and being there for them, I learned to now take things to God and seek him on it. God, do you want me to do this? Did you give me the grace to do this? Did you position me? even Because even if it's something I don't want to do, God, is this for me to do, you know? So that's learning to take things to him as well and not just jump and say yes to people. And just because you're feeling good and yeah, 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 yeah. Because then, you know, what happened when you're not? What happened when other things, you know, the thing says your word is your bond and your word is all you have. I'm like, I'm one of those people. You know, if I give you my word, I really want to honor my word. Even when the time come and it ain't looking so so right. And at the moment, I'm going to still try to honor my words to the best ability. Now, if I can't, then I just can't. I'm not going to do anything crazy to just keep a promise to you um, because I'm not God. I'm a human being. And human beings, we fail one another. We would like to do things for people and like to show up for them. But sometimes life happens and you just can't. And sometimes people don't understand that, you know, it's just a full upset towards you. So you can't always take that on and allow people to um make you feel bad or guilty for anything. And when they do apologize, I'm not even when they do, when you can't apologize, you know, and give it to God and pray. And I wanted to read another scripture right here. It's John 12, 2 with Martha. And it says, there they made him a supper and Martha served and Martha served. See, Martha was always serving. <laughs> um, always serving. And I'm pretty sure she found joy in her serving because I find joy in it. I find joy in giving to other people. I find joy in helping people. I actually do. I like when I'm able to help somebody and do something for them. I be of service. Because when you can be of service, it really does feel good. It really does. You know, so if you're a person who's just like, "Uh, eh, I'm not really a person of service." Try it. You will see how good it makes you feel. It really does. I'm. So I love when I'm able to help a person in need. You know, it feels good. It really does. And I don't know what else to say about that. It's just a really great feeling. It puts joy in my heart. puts a smile on my face. Um, it really does. Because it saddens me if I can't. It saddens me to see people struggle. And I know people will always be struggling. And um, it would always be here. We can't help everyone. But I, as much as I can help while I'm here, I want to do so. I want to do that. Um because God word tells us to, you know, to take care of the poor. You know, if your brother, or your sister, if your brother, you know, if somebody's in need, don't withhold when you have it in your hand to do so. It that's in Proverbs. Do not withhold and tell them tomorrow, knowing you can do it good and well right now because you want to think about it. But if a stranger, some stranger, some person you don't know, you you will run to go do it for. Don't 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 do that. You know, so I really do believe in that when you have it in your power to do it, you do it. Just like God word says, don't withhold from that person that come to you in need and you could do it. Um, Yeah. Um, Sometimes, I wish I had somebody else on on here, Um, a guest on here to kind of ask, you know, to piggyback off with, back and forth with it, just being me. It's, um, I'm doing all the talking (laughs) and I don't mind, you know, I don't mind. I don't mind capturing the audience and um, talking to you guys and i hope that you guys are enjoying it so far and being blessed so far um i am but this will probably be the shortest podcast that i have done <laughs> cuz it's just me but um and i say it's just because it's just me when you have a a a a guest on here you speak to them and let them do the talking and ask questions back and forth but so that's me relating with martha and how she was a woman of service, a woman of faith. And at times, yeah, she worried. Like, I have a lot to do. Who's going to help me? And, you know, but um, pray for the help that you need. And God will send it. And when he do, don't be trying to still do all the work, because that's me. I was like, I need some help. And then I'm just so busy on wanting things done my way, um, which is control, and I gotta let go. Especially in the kitchen, I'm gonna say that's more so in the kitchen because I want things done a certain way, and I want to tell you how to do it, <laughs> and not really just let you kind of you know tell you how to do it and then just leave you. You know, I want to micromanage it. Um, I but I have I've come the long I have come a long way. Um, I remember times when I was helping my husband do things and showing him how to make a meal and I wanted to micromanage him. (laughs) I was like, no, do it like this, like that, like that. Now I just leave him. I learned to walk away and just leave him, let him do his own thing. If he needs help, then he'll call me, but he's gotten pretty good. So, you know, he doesn't really call me much anymore (laughs) before I needed to see every little thing. Um, but yeah so when you do have to help don't micromanage them you know you can check in and if they need help they will ask you so i love being a woman of service giving unto people helping them and a woman of faith i'm definitely am um, i am strong in my faith with god i really am i can't even can't even lie you know what the thing is sometimes when you see things Boiling down, coming down to the last little nook. Um <laughs> a little last little look. Like, oh okay, God, you really have to show up for me. All right. Relax, relax. And you know what? I, I believe God understands, but the only thing is, He doesn't want us keep to keep saying, God, you know this. God, you know that. Just God, your word says you shall supply all my needs. God, you said anything I ask for in prayer. Believe that I had already received it. So, and you said, abide in me and I in you. And you can ask me for anything. And it will be yours. I will give you the desires of your heart. You know, as the scripture says in a psalm, it says, I have never seen the righteous forsaken nor the seed, his seed begging bread. God's words again says, in, um, I think it's Psalms eighty four eleven, 11. He says, no good thing will I withhold from thee, those who walk uprightly. So, and uprightly, not meaning you're perfect, but you're living a life of repentance. You're not trying to go out there and just do things purposely. You're serving God. You're honoring God. You're spending your time with God. You're, you're doing what the word of God is telling you to do. So, that's what he says. No good thing will I withhold from those that walk uprightly. You know, and Psalms 1 says, um, I'm about to go to it real quick. <laughs> um, so, that's what I mean by just resting in the word of God and giving it back to him. And decreeing declaring his word. Because in, um, what is it? I think it's Job 28. When he says, when you decree a thing. um." I'm going to go to it, but let me just stick to the first thing I was going on. So Psalms 1 verse 2 says, But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doeth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. So, that is the word of god giving it just just meditating on it like the scripture tells us to do meditate on the word of god and we will find ourselves in rest i will find myself in rest and in peace in god and not worked up for no for no good reason you know um so so yeah i know i said i was going to go to that scripture in job um, where he says when you decree a thing, it shall spring forth as noonday or something. I can't re- I'll quote it 100%. I do have it written on one of my little sticky notes up in my room. So I do do that. I write my sticky notes and I have them up on my on my refrigerator and on my wall in my room where I have just um scriptures, not even verses written out like that. So I can go back to it and meditate on it and remember what God's word says and repeat it. And sometimes I just quote the ones that I can in my head. I don't always look at the sticky notes on there. But then I go back because in prayer is praying God's word and giving God back his word. And that is praying the will of God and not the will of ourselves. So within that, we are going to come to a close, to an end. I hope that this was enjoyable to you guys, that you guys were blessed. And to my warriors out there, my Marthas that could relate to this. Um, listen, just like I said, I do take myself back. I do. I, go, I pull myself back in. I reel it in and, hey, hey, what did God say? What did his word say? God is a man, not a man that he shall lie. And oh yeah, thank you. That's right. And and I and Isaiah says, when God, I think it's Isaiah fifty uh, five, God sends out His word, it shall accomplish and where He sent it and prosper in the thing He sent it unto. So He's saying His void cannot, His word cannot return back unto Him void. It will accomplished of everything he sent it out to do, and it shall prosper. So is Isaiah 55, 11. So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. So this is what God is letting us know. When God gives you a word, gives me a word, and let us know, And in his word and leading us back to his Bible, it has to accomplish and and prosper. Not just accomplish. You hear accomplish and prosper? Together, it can never go back to God void, return to him void. Because his word is everlasting. His word is eternal. Heaven and earth will fade away, but his word will never, his word will always remain. And that's why I bring myself back to each and every time I want to step outside of it and begin to worry about something else. I do. I do. I say, you know what, God, this is your word. You've promised it to me, God, and you, and you are God of your word. You are not a man that you shall lie. There is nothing impossible for you, God. You make the impossibles possible. Yes. When someone man says no, and you say yes. And people looking at you and saying, how did you get here? How did you make it? You were the least of the least, the bottom of the barrel. But those are the ones God look at. That's it says that he takes the foolish things of this world to conform the wise. So we better give God his glory, his honor, and his praise and lift him up on high. And speak about his goodness and who he is and magnify his name. God put his word above his name. We can't do that. I cannot put my word above my name because I can't honor nothing like that. But God, he is God. All known, all seeing. He's everywhere. He is the beginning and the end. The alpha and the omega. Glory be unto God. He is the potter and we are the clay. He shapes us and molds us. My goodness. So God has given us so much. He's given us power. But he says he's given us power to bind and loose things on in he- on the earth as it is in heaven. So he says, whatever you speak and you do it, whatever you bind on earth shall be bind in heaven. Look at the power that God has given us. So that's where I go back to when I get into a place of worry. That's when I get into where I'm like, you know, I'm un- the unsurety that want to come in. I gotta go back to God's word where it comforts me and reminding myself that God will do the very thing he said he would do. Some things take a really long time. It really do. But you gotta still stay trusting God and believing that He will do the very things that He said He will do. Because when you read your Bible, you see when God made promises to people. Look how long David was anointed king. And look how many years it took him to become a king. So, you know, Abraham and Sarah promised a child. It took many years. It took until their old and stricken past childbearing years, you know, because God is mighty. God want to show up and show out (laughs) like I'm God. I'm God alone. Man may not be able to do these things, but I am. I can. I am that I am. So let's never place God in a box with our worry and and doubt, when you start to get that way, get in your word, read, pray, and spend some time with God alone and get that reassurance from him that you need. Because the, the the word of God says he refreshes his weary inheritance because we get weary. So let God refresh you. Like I let God refresh me because I need it. We need it. I can't get by without it, you know? This is the air I breathe. This is the air that I need. It is God and God alone. So with that being said, I really am going to bring this to a close. It was really good. I enjoyed talking with you guys, being here, being on here with this on this podcast. Um, and when you listen to it, please, 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 please. Well, I ain't begging nobody, but hey, you know, guys, share it. No, honestly, you know, if you are enjoying this, don't keep it to yourself. You know, when you eat a good meal, you go to that good restaurant, you don't keep it to yourself. You go, girl, you know this restaurant, let me tell you. And you tell them about it and you share it, and that's how the by word of mouth, and that's how that restaurant gains new customers. This is how my podcast will gain new followers, new listeners. I don't I, I don't want just I want listeners and and leaving your reviews and I want people to be blessed and and um letting them see God and say, "Hey, you know, I want to know I want to know who this God is cuz this is not just for um women. This is not just for women either. This is for young girls teenagers that can listen to this stuff that can relate. Um, and sometimes they may can't relate, but by listening, we is just, you don't never know what God would use and speak to them through one of these podcasts. It doesn't have to be this one. It could be any one of the other episodes. So, and this is episode four right here of ladies, Less, well, called the series of called woman's word, but yes, um, we'll do that. Listen with your husbands, your partners, share it. The person don't have to be a believer in Christ because I'm here. We're here to save souls, to win souls for the kingdom. So within that, I pray everyone that was blessed listening and for those that will listen in the future and whenever that time comes, I thank you, Father God, for everything that you are doing for this podcast. Ladies, let's talk face-to-face biblically. Father God, that this is this is your platform. This is where you have Given me the opportunity to be able to speak with women, and all across the world, <clears throat> and to watch you move mightily, and to see you do the unimagin- unimaginable, unthinkable things, God. That, like Ephesians three twenty says. God is able to do exceedingly and abundantly more than we can think or even ask for, for the power that worketh in us. So, God, I believe for you to do it in Ephesians 3.20, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. God, I thank you. I thank you. I give you all the glory, honor, and praise. Because you are worthy to be praised, God, each and every time, God. Because I thank you. This podcast would not be possible without you, God. I wouldn't be sitting here doing this. I would have never known nothing called Ladies Let's Talk face-to-face biblically. God, I never knew what that was. But God, I thank you. I thank you. Because it's all about you. And I always want to glorify you on this podcast. To those who know you and to those who don't. So we can win souls for you, God and honor you in the name of Jesus Christ. To God be the glory. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys for listening. Be blessed.